Welcome to the Four Guys Social Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Higgins, Gus Hilscher, Jordan Stone, and Ryan Putnam, touching on the latest trends, technology, and social media happenings in your world today. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff Higgins. I'm here with Gus Hilscher. Ryan Putnam is back from Kansas City and Jordan Stone. So how's everybody doing this week? Pretty good. Short week. Holiday week. Yeah. One of those short weeks that's packed full. Makes it go by even faster. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was nice uh it was nice having the time off, but then hop, hopping back in directly into midweek kinda sucked. That like rough. that could have yeah, that could have been different. How was hey? How was Kansas City? It was good. Good. Saw a baseball game. Saw a play. Saw my parents. Nice. Saw the in laws. What play? Yeah. yeah. What play? Uh, Jersey Boys. Did you? Yeah. How was that? It was good. I've never seen it before. Did you like when you left? Or is it just like stuck in your head? Just oh, all yeah, the everybody's tunes singing and, and dancing. They dancing the whole way out to the cars. Yeah, it was crazy. That's when you know you've been to a good show. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, this week, a lot of things have been happening. Uh, the biggest thing yesterday was uh, Snapchat, uh, adding the URLs into Snaps. Uh, the cool thing about this and the biggest difference is Snapchat released it to everybody to add a URL, while Instagram only lets you add them if you have over 10,000 followers. So uh, I went and I played with it a little bit yesterday. They also added some voice changers and a wallpaper uh, feature. But I think the biggest thing coming up is the fact that you're going to be able to add a URL and have either your friends or other people viewing your snaps in uh, our story or things like that are going to be able, you're going to be able to direct them to a site, which is actually really cool. So I would expect uh, Instagram to hop on that pretty quick and release that feature to everybody. And it shouldn't matter if you had 10,000 followers or not. So what are the direct pros for doing that? Uh, it's it, a lot of it's using it for uh, doing your own personal branding if you wanted to. I mean, you get a, especially with uh, the way they're using uh, SnapMap now. If you're a brand and or a business and you're taking snaps in a certain area, you know, say of your business or things like that that are you know don't look like they're actually advertising, you can get those submitted to our story, you know, and they'll play. So as long as you're sending people to sites to maybe if it's a discount for something, things of that nature, as long as it's not spammy, they'll let you do things. So if it's just a site's telling more people more information, maybe a site to a menu, maybe a site to a drink menu, you know, maybe a, you know, some different options. Let's say if you're at a, uh, Let's say if you're doing the Snap account for, like, say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something like that, you could create your own websites that are specific for the Snapchat account. So you could say, you know, flip up to see all your players' stats from the first quarter. You know, and then, whoosh, you know, right there, you could, everybody could see players' stats right from there. And then you're getting more clicks from, you know, just from that straight out of Snapchat. So hmm. something like that, it's a pretty big. Ideally, you could target the pages that you're putting the URLs on so you can really have a good test between your social media sites if Snapchat is seeing more views or the the page that you have directed for Snapchat is, is seeing more views. You can weigh that against uh, right. the, the page for uh, Twitter, ideally, or uh, Instagram. Basically. Yeah, I think that would be the cool thing is to see uh, what your, what, what your uh, reach and activity actually was uh, – 
from uh, doing it from Instagram stories and comparing it and seeing what you're, you know, how, how it's really working. Realistically, uh, you're, you're going to want to reach a younger demographic from Snapchat. So if you can sit there and do that all day long through Snapchat, have people pick up offers or grab emails, I don't know how they're going to really respond to landing pages and things like that through there because I know that they mentioned something about it, you know, not being spammy. So, I mean, we're going to have to end up looking and seeing. Landing pages in terms of, like, uh, contact uh, data yeah. capture record, uh, sort things of like that. Page. See, but I think that, that you could probably have one where if you, let's say, if you're near a Nike store or something like that, or, you know, if Nike had one, enter a contest, you know, or get like a, get like some pro basketball player, you know, and you got snaps of him doing a snap takeover, and you can swipe up and enter a contest to win like a, you know, one of ten pairs of shoes that you can only get from right there. There's a lot of uses for it. Yeah, it still counts as data capture, but I see it being less spammy if it's kind of a, right. Yeah, contest wise. Yeah, yeah contest wise. And guess what do we got happening over there, man? Well, sticking with Snapchat, I was curious. Um, you guys ever in, uh, played around with Snapchat Cash? I ha I haven't too much. I'm, I have. I'm more I, of a Venmo guy myself. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you used Snapcash? I have not. Ryan, how many how many bets have you lost in bars with Snapcash? I haven't, but I want to try it. You're gonna try. <laughs> Let's see how much we can. I've never heard of it. I just use I have Chase, so Chase QuickPay works for me. Does it? it yeah. Does does that work from uh, like person to person? It does. It, Do they across, have to have Chase? No. How uh, how does it? Uh, the email address that's uh, attached to their uh, bank account. Do they need to uh, input all their bank information, and or is it just based off a of debit? No, I have never known. I, I don't know what it's like from the other side. Uh, my girlfriend has uh, Bank of America, and whenever I send her money, like for my half of the rent or whatnot, uh, I think she might have had to sign in once, um, I guess, to verify that I'm a user and she is a user and we are passing money between each other. But other than that, I mean, it works just fine. I've never used it. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. I've never used a third party uh, Venmo or uh, Snapchat. What do you cash. like about Venmo? It, I mean, it was. I think it was one of the first ones that you can send money back and forth between buddies and whatnot. Um, very easy. You can make it private so people don't see it, or you can make it kind of like a news feed. You can see people, other friends. You know, you sign up through Facebook, so you got all your face, Facebook friends loaded up in there. Scroll down, see who's see, losing see, their yeah, ass. See who's, <laughs> yeah. see who's paying. It doesn't show the amount that's getting paid, but it just shows, you know, a piece of pizza, a pizza emoji. Someone buy each other pizza, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's kind of, it's kind of, Venmo kind of had it because they kind of added the game of gamification aspect to it. Where you can kind of look and you see, so you can kind of see what each other are doing, but, you know, you, can, you don't get, you know, really in-depth details. So I'm is that something it. you can see with Snapchat Cash now? Is like what other people are sending? Or? I you wouldn't. I don't think you can. You can't see it because you would have to see it through their stories ah. or something like that because it would have to be on some sort of a feed. I know that uh, iOS 11 is uh, adding that into iMessage, and uh, I got to. I was messing with the beta over the weekend, which until they come out heads up with a beta two or beta three. Don't even touch the thing unless you want your battery to die in four seconds. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a notification in my settings, and I have to clear all notifications all the time. That's the worst. I hate, <laughs> I, hate when, I hate when it can continually ask you to update your phone, and you don't want to do it, but it's just like once it a just continues. Yeah. Now they had. I know that they changed the notification screen now to where you know you would slide down from the top, and you would have all your notifications there, and you're just hitting it. You know 
the close button constantly to nail them all out. And what it does now is when you slide down on your home screen, it goes straight to your lock screen with your notifications in it. So your phone is locked. So in all it shows you is your most recent. So you'll only see two or three. If you want to see the other ones, you have to slide up and it brings up your previous ones, huh. which was kind of neat. There were a couple cool things in it that I liked. The, I liked the screen recording uh, option on it, so you could record straight video of your screen recording and what you're doing. Right. That was that was cool. Didn't you recently do that for one of our for a couple of our clients for the Slack channel? I did, but I did, but I I, I did it the old way of just plugging it straight in through the USB on the Mac and running it through that way. I was only doing it through QuickTime. That was the only way to do it that way. It was one of the ways to do it, but it's easiest. But. Yeah, I think having it with iMessage is going to work. I think it's going to be one of those things that picks up. What do you? How do you pay people back money, Ryan? You old school? Or? Yeah, pretty much. I've never really used a third party except through my bank, and it was kind of a mess. Was it really? It yeah. took a while to, for the payment to go through from one bank to another. From I sent money to my wife. She has the same bank idea, different accounts. It took three days to go through. Three days. Three days. Wow. You gotta hear people complain for three days. I do. I send a lot of money back and forth to uh, the UK, and I use TransferWise for that, which is really cool because I can get a you know it's a pretty low conversion rate, and I I can get live conversion rates on it too. So it'll email me and stuff like that. So if I want to wait a couple hours during the day, see if anything's gonna go up or down, I can do that as well. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right, Ryan, okay. uh, what do we got over here uh, on the much. docket? Yeah, on the docket, just kind of on a lighter note, I just found a couple of fun stories. Uh, the first one, and this came from the Daily Mail, so take, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the New York Post. This of is the, absolutely true, yeah. New York Post of the... Cheater's gay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there's a, there's a trend with foodies now, and edible flowers are kind of a big thing. And so they're kind of used to decorate, and you can eat them and things like that. But now there's botanists coming out that they're warning you. And so the headline of the story was, those edible flowers can kill you. Botanists warn that foodie fad may have very dangerous consequences. So now botanists are coming out and saying, you know, be careful what flowers you eat and what part of the flowers you eat. Um, it sounds like the consensus is petals from most flowers are pretty much okay. But if you get into some of the other parts of the petals, besides the petals... You can have some, it might not kill you, but it might make you kind of sick if you do that. It, so. it, it always seems like this this kind of crap happens when people want to push the limit or right. something. You know, they're like, oh, well, those look good. I'm going to try these really neat looking flowers that I got from over whatever. And next thing you know, you're on a bad trip because you ate the wrong mushrooms, you know, <laughs> and you just got a really cool wedding happening, I guess, at that point. <laughs> I, I hope to God what I saw was... Uh, was a parody, but I did see like this this tweet um, that went viral. Oh, I don't know, like last week or so. But it was about uh, this girl making medium rare chicken strips. God, <laughs> she was just, like she liked her steak medium rare, so she tried medium rare chicken. So you can't do that. Like, well, yeah, you, here's you, some salmonella. Yeah, there's <laughs> some salmonella. I, I I mean, I admittedly have a very childish palate when it comes to food like i just pretty much eat pizza and cheeseburgers and that's exclusive chicken it. fingers but in not medium rare uh, <laughs> <laughs> and even i know that you're pretty much supposed to cook those all the way through 
So uh, again, with me having a, a bad palate and everything, edible flowers. Are we talking like the kind of, like the Chinese restaurants like put on top of stuff? I think or, I think edible. a lot of times it, when you're uh, a lot of times like uh, if you flip through a lot of Instagram pages, like a lot of foodie Instagram pages, you'll see a lot of what they'll do is they'll add it almost uh, to bring more color to the dish. Mm. But the thing is, is it's edible. So then that's the thing is people are just, oh, and they're just, they're just going to town and eating them. But I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess it would get to the point where you're just, people are trying to pick flowers outside because it looks good and they think they can eat flowers. And I mean, that's like the, you just don't go around eating random crap. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, I mean, think... what can I say though? I mean, we're sitting over here <laughs> eating tornados and big ass <laughs> cheeseburgers from the gas station. So, I mean. But, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of a trend and, and. If you look at pictures, they're really they can do some pretty cool things with it. Instead of getting a cake from a bakery where they use frosting for the flowers, they use actual flowers, and it really it looks pretty neat. But you know, maybe that's a problem if you do that on a wedding cake and you're serving a lot of guests. Somebody might have some kind of bad stomach or something. It's almost like people are more impressed, like if a baker can pull off a really realistic looking floral design on it you know to where people are like oh is that real like no nah, man that's that's whatever that sugar crap is that like they put all over part it. of it is it looks cool rather than it tastes good it tastes right. great yeah, yeah. So. Right, that's the consensus that i'm hearing is what you just uh, well, said with the with the flowers on it it's well, like people are just how, eating think, them. it's aesthetic it's think not... of how much people do crap because it's cool without thinking anything else right. beyond it you know it's like oh you know this is gonna be cool and then next thing you know you got you know some kid getting his arm ripped off out of a tram at disney world because <laughs> you know so the what could go wrong subreddit right <laughs> yeah no oh, oh man children falling over you ever wait well, since we're on this what what's your favorite subreddits uh hold my red bull hold my red bull so it's like hold my beer where yeah. things go wrong but hold my red bull is when things go right in it in like extreme sports so uh, what what exactly is the difference between hold my beer and hold, hold my, my red, red bull. bull yeah uh hold my red bull is uh you know predominantly um extreme sports kind of thing um which i'm not usually into or anything but it's just a funny take of uh you know, hold my beer where things just go totally wrong, drunk people falling over, all that stuff. Hold my beer is fantastic. Hold my beer is hilarious. You know, um, but uh, hold my Red Bulls when things go totally right. Just, just amazing, <laughs> coordinated <laughs> talent. Um, but if we're also on the note of uh, culinary stuff, there another one of my favorite subreddits is uh, We Want Plates. Have you seen it? No. So <clears throat> the whole thing with uh, restaurants these days is, is putting on putting their food on different things that are not plates. Like get a small right. garden shovel full of French fries. Like why would you do that? <laughs> Here's a saw Here's, blade with a chili dog on it. <laughs> exactly, a saw blade with a chili dog on it. And so the whole thing is just all the most ridiculous things that food has come out in. And the one I saw was a Sunday that came out in a an empty uh, light bulb. Like imagine just a light bulb with all the stuff taken out of it, and it's just a glass, and it's like a like a milkshake sundae in it. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> Get straight crunchy glass and stuff. <laughs> Suck that right into you. Yeah, what maybe it's an edible light bulb? What are some? What what, what, do, what do you like to go on? Uh... I think one of my favorites is probably shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, yeah. yeah that's um, it's kind of when you have these realizations, things just kind of hit you when you're taking a shower. You think of all these crazy things, but. People are pretty creative on there, some of the stuff they come up with. Yeah, there's uh, the the one kind of linking back, like I like uh, children falling over. 
if you've ever been to that one, mm. it's just gifts of kids eating crap constantly. Uh, that's a good one. And then uh, there's uh, there's another one where they it's uh, it's like an always sunny one. I'm gonna have to remember the the subreddit for this, but it's uh, like always sunny intros. But it's off of video from real life, and then they just start throwing in the intro at the end of it. And that's oh. a, that's a good one. There's also one like that for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, too. I did see the Curb Your Enthusiasm one. There's that one. I'm trying to think of another one that I, I really like. Every time I see it, it kind of cracks me up. But uh, I mean, there's also you know some of them where I'm like, oh, I don't I don't know where that subreddit came from, but I guess I, I guess I look at it. Uh, yeah. If you like children falling over, and you are a father, yeah. you, you've got to you've got to love uh, dad reflexes. It's, I haven't seen dad reflexes, but I got a pretty decent idea of what it probably kids falling over and dad saving them at the last yeah. second. It's 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 pretty good. I just I mean I, I saw one the other day of this kid trying to jump over a ditch and just face planted on this <laughs> rock and then just rolled off into the ditch and I was at, I was just gold. It's good stuff. <laughs> what were some of your favorite Gus? To be honest, I'm not a big Reddit guy. Um, I use Reddit mostly for, porn. Yeah, <laughs> for, uh, for streaming like sports games that I normally don't get. Oh yeah, that it is. Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. That yeah. is a great place to find free streams and stuff. It really is. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was just thinking of my favorite shower thought though, because I'm, I'm trying to remember that. I and, was trying to think of something like uh, that. My favorite one ever is. Uh, Waterboarding in Guantanamo Bay sounds kick-ass if you don't know what either of those things are. <laughs> I, and it totally does. <laughs> I would totally Yeah, if do you that. got invited to that without knowing what had happened, you'd be like, yeah, man, vacation. <laughs> All right, to run back to the social side of it for a second. I don't, you guys heard of House Party? The app House Party? Nope. It's no. uh, what the uh, the guys from Meerkat made after Meerkat kind of got kicked to the curb by Periscope and uh, Twitter. So it's pretty much it's pretty much like an app. A lot of younger kids use it where you could it's like a live group video chat. So you can get about eight people all at once just hanging out, talking to each other, things like that. Well, they've been getting up to I think that it's it's about twenty million minutes a day. People kids are spending on this. So, of course, Facebook hops in. They're like, ah, oh, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. And so now they're, they're working on one now that uh, they're, I believe they're trying to call it, uh, oh, man, I had the name somewhere here. But uh, it's, it's very similar. It's pretty much from what everyone's saying. It's, it's pretty much like an exact clone of it. It's called Bonfire. So hmm. it's pretty much the same thing where it's just going to be, a chat of everybody hopping into it and see what's going to happen here. One, I feel bad for these guys kind of because Meerkat was pretty solid. Uh, when that first came out at South by Southwest, that, that was pretty good. For a long time, Meerkat was killing it for live streaming. And then Periscope, they were working on it. Uh, Twitter had actually bought the company and had been working on it and weren't going to push it out yet until uh, Meerkat got really popular and then they just pushed Periscope out. So then, at, you know, having the base of Twitter on its side, it slowly, you know, grew from there. Mm -hmm. And Meerkat phased out. And now uh, the guys over at Meerkat have House Party, which is getting a lot of use. And now what's going to happen is if Facebook can make that work in some sort of fashion. I mean, at least at this point, they're making it a separate app instead of jamming more crap into the Facebook interface. I mean, their, their UX on there is becoming ridiculous, mm -hmm. man. 
it's like you've got like 47 options smashed into the page you've got the uh your you know your facebook stories running across the top that's always empty it's just a like a grayed out profile picture graveyard you know it, it doesn't do anything so i mean realistically i don't I guess, yeah, it's maybe good for another app, but maybe try taking out uh, Messenger Day and Messenger that nobody uses and try to impl implement it there and in its place and see if that works. But, I mean, from what, they're, what they're, they can tell, I'm, it's looking like adding the extra crap into the apps themselves isn't really working except for Instagram. Hmm. It's... It seems weird to me because didn't uh, like G plus wasn't that one of their big things when they first got started was was group video chats? Well, uh, yeah, HOAs, I mean, the Hangout on Airs, yeah. the Hangout on Airs were great, right? And the thing, see, I remember the the really good thing I will say this about Google Plus was their communities. The Google Plus communities were awesome. You could find a community with tons of people; they were always super active, but that was it there was really no other thing going for them and i think that if they if they branched out from that aspect you know of using you know the groups uh, in the communities and google plus it would have been a lot better you know to work on those a lot more but i mean yeah google plus is kind of just like it's it's still there you, I, mean, I mean you still get people talking about it and they're do. just like oh and i I totally agree with you. Um, they chose a wrong value message. They kind of went with uh, the circles aspect um, prior to the yeah. whole, prior to a whole lot of the privacy things that you're allowed to have now with Facebook. They were like, "Here's a circle for your family, and here's a circle yeah. for your friends, and this is what you can share with them, and not with them." And that was like here's their this, value message yeah. early on. Well, yeah, and then it became, but I, they did it in a way to where it became. You're like, "What the hell am I looking at here?" Mm -hmm. You know, the way everybody was grouped up. So a lot of times you're trying to share everybody something. You're like, "Ah, oh, crap, that did." That only went over to beer guys steve and dave over here and i wanted it to go over to you know whoever and so you're selecting all these different ones before you even let the post out true all right we're gonna be wrapping this up gus you got any closing thoughts i'm all good that's it ryan we're, uh, glad, we're glad you're back buddy i'm i'm glad to be back um my other lighter note thing going back to the flowers real quick um i just found according to the old farmer's almanac the july birth flowers of the month are the larkspur and the water lily. Larkspur and the water lily. So the larkspur um, represents strong bonds of love, and the water lily signifies purity and majesty. So happy birthday to any July birthdays July out there. birthdays out there. And enjoy, Jordan? enjoy your larkspurs and water lilies. All right, have a great week, everybody. And I'm Jeff. I'm Gus. I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And you guys have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later.